And here we are again. It's Monday. This is Mike Lodge. I am the business advisor. Can you believe it? The weekend went by zooming by. I mean, it went by too fast. I mean, I was busy this weekend. For one thing, I was doing my chores, raking up leaves. <laughs> it seems like I spent all my weekend raking up, le- raking up leaves. As soon as I came down, I was picking them back up. I've lost control of the leaves. They have taken over my yard. They've taken over my front and backyards. I can't keep up with it. I just can't. So, new philosophy. I'm not going to give a hoot. (laughs) That's my whole new philosophy. I'm not going to give a hoot. Let them all drop for one week. I'll go out and clean up for one week. Otherwise, I'm out there every single day trying to clean up these stupid leaves falling down. But I love the fall, and it's so nice and cold and cool, and it's nice to be outside, and I guess I'm just complaining, right? I'm just complaining. Listen, I know that you guys have, and I have especially, felt the pain of this recession. I'm not even calling it inflation. I'm going to call it recession because we went through this inflationary time. Everything went up. Things are still going up, and we're in a recession. Well, for a long time now, we've been in a recession. It's just that no one wants to admit that we're in a recession because they don't want to cause panic and everything else. But we all Americans already know, so just call it what it is. It's a recession. So I don't know if you were were listening to the president this weekend, but he says the economy's fine. He doesn't doesn't have any qualms with inflation being at 8.2%. Do you realize that the average, and I'm average, you're average, that the average American's monthly savings have dropped 83% since Biden took over in January of 2021. And that all of us Americans, you and I, we feel it every single day, but all of us Americans are basically living from paycheck to paycheck. We've eaten up all of our savings. The pandemic ate up a lot of our savings. We had to use it. We didn't really get that much help from the government. And when you guys did get help, you spent it on cars. <laughs> you spent it on buying new houses that you couldn't afford. You didn't save it. You didn't spend it on things that you needed. So your savings have gone down. 83%. It's gone down by 83%. My gosh. So anyway, Biden was out this weekend and he was buying some ice cream, feeding his face with ice cream. So anyway, he was caught on camera telling a reporter in Portland that the economy is strong as hell. He says it's as strong as hell. No, we're in hell. (laughs) We're in inflationary hell. We're in recessionary hell. He was sitting there eating his Baskin-Robbins ice cream. Everything's fine. Well, everything's fine for him because the, we, the American people, provide him with all the food he wants, all the ice cream he wants, everything. Everything's provided for him. He doesn't have to pay for anything. And he, and he really appeared unbothered. And that word unbothered really pisses me off because he was unbothered by the country's 8.2% inflation rate and war- and, and the warnings of the bankers and everything saying that this is going to be the worst recession we have ever experienced. 
of A said that we're going to start losing 175,000 jobs a month at the last quarter of 2022 in the beginning of month by month by month in 2023. We're going to see some problems here. 8.2% inflation. That's a lot. When we were only at, what, 1.3 or something like that when by, when uh, Trump was president? And now we're at 8.2, and it's at that 8.2 number is not a real number anyway. It's more like it's more like 16 percent. If you take everything and add them all together, it's more like 16 percent. It's not 8.2. That's an imaginary government number. After you read out all the bad numbers, <laughs> they leave you with this 8.2 percent, which is still bad. So he was questioned. If he had any worry about the strength of the U.S. dollar amid rising inflation, the president, with a chocolate chip cone in hand, flippantly replied, I'm not concerned about the strength of the dollar. I'm concerned about the rest of the world. Our economy is strong as hell. This is a president who is completely out of control. He's completely does not understand how the American people, you and me, when we go to the grocery store every single day and we're having to decide, do I buy this or do I buy that? Which is going to last longer? Which is more cost effective for me to feed my family? We're having to ask those questions. Even myself, I'm going to the grocery store and I have my list on the phone and I'm, and I'm typing in the dollar amounts beside each one as I'm picking it up off the shelf or in the produce department. And adding it all up and saying, gosh, can I really afford one hundred eighty-five thousand? 185000 that's stupid, $185 of groceries or even $150 worth of groceries. And I've got to make that last for at least two weeks now. What am I going to buy here that's going to last that two weeks that I can use every day and sustain it so that I can make it last longer. I'm asking those questions. And I know that you mom and dads are out there asking the same questions when you go to, go to the store. Because we have eaten up our savings during the pandemic. We're eating up our our savings now because we can we can... The money that we're bringing in from our wages and from our consulting contracts is not covering the cost of inflation. We are in the negative our wages have been hit by this inflation by 3%. It's gone down over this last month. So we have this bizarre wording that comes out of the president's mouth that gives us that gives us no, no uh, belief that he knows what he's doing or that he even really cares. And if you notice that over the, the course of the campaigns, not one single Democrat is talking about inflation or the recession or how you Americans are hurting. No, they're talking about abortion. They're talking about climate change. They're talking about electric vehicles. All the nonsense that has nothing to do with this now. Because for one thing, you and I cannot go out and buy a $75,000 electric vehicle. We can't do it. We are struggling to keep our cars going. One more mile, just one more, get, get me there one more mile. Right now, my little Hyundai, it's making a lot of noise. That's acting a little strange, but I'm going to keep it going. I'm going to keep it going because I can't afford a $25,000 car, used car with 150,000 miles on it. 
Because elect- because used cars numbers have gone up. Now, B of A says they're going to start coming down this month. So let's see what happens. And that's one of the biggest problems with banks. They've got so many repossessed cars. And they're trying to put them up for auction, but no one's buying them at auction because the numbers are too high. Who's going to buy a $20,000 car when you can't mark it up anymore? It's a worthless car. So those banks are going to have to take a loss within this next month or two and decide to decide to take that loss because they're now at the point where they can no longer have those cars on their books just sitting there. So they're saying that the price of used cars are going to come down. I, I really want to see that because honestly, my car is at that stage where I know something's going to happen. I just don't know when it's going to happen. And I can't go out and buy a $75,000 car, nor would I. I can't even buy a $60,000 car or a $50,000 car or a $40,000 car, $30,000 car. No, I just am not going to spend that kind of money on a car that loses value when it leaves the parking lot. So we have lost our savings because of really bad economic and energy plans out of the White House. And we are not hearing politicians talk about it. And that is the problem. If they're not going to talk about it, and then if they're not going to address the problem and come up with some ideas of how to fix it, they should not be in office. Go away. If you're just going to follow the the same old storyline of spinning of how everybody should be driving an electric car, how climate change is so bad, and and go and abortion, everybody needs to have an abortion. Come on, that's not what Americans are concerned about at the moment. What we're concerned about is how do we survive this recession? And it's going to be a long recession. It's not going to be a short one. It's not going to be a soft landing. Don't believe any of that nonsense. We have a problem here, and we need to have a solution. And we as Americans, we are sitting in our homes, and we are putting our budgets together, and we're doing all this sort of stuff, and we have a problem. We're not making it. Our money isn't enough. So we're having to go out and get gigs, and we're having to get these side jobs. And now the president wants to say, no, you can no longer have a gig. You have to be a W-2 employee. You can no longer be a gig employee. You can no longer be an independent contractor. You have to be a W-2 employee. Americans are trying to survive, and he's trying to make it worse. They did this in California. I've talked to you about this before, and I fought California on it, but I'm still fighting California on it. But when they took away this gig society that's out there, it's a gig economy, they literally destroyed the whole economy in the state of California. And that's what they now want to do in the whole United States. And that's a big problem. We've got government too much involved in our daily business, in our daily lives, in our medical care, in our Medicaid and care, and whatever else is out there, Social Security, everything that's out there, government is involved. And every time they touch it, they destroy it. Every time they touch it and think about it, something else bad happens. Every single 
tax bill or every single bill that touches the economy that comes out of the Congress gets interpreted differently by what it was originally supposed to be doing. If you look at the PPP loans, they were, they were supposed to be forgiven, but it wasn't written into the bill. And so what it says, uh, it will be forgiven based upon, and they keep changing the rules in the SBA as time goes by. And now they want to go after a lot of people that were denied or who got the PPP loans and because they said they were illegally done. So you wasted billions of dollars on the PPP loan. That was a disaster. I'm still representing clients who have not been forgiven. And they should have been forgiven. So I have them in the appeal. No one's responding to the appeal. So there's a big problem with our government that they do not know how to manage money. And they need to get back to the basics of protecting us, of making sure that we've got crime bills that protect us, making sure that our national security is protected, and our infrastructures are good. But everything else they should get their hands out of. Because every single time they touch it, it becomes worse and worse and worse. So we've lost 83% of our savings. And it's going to get worse, people, because the recession is going to be here for quite some time. Pound your government officials. Pound your senators and congresspeople and say, what are you going to do about this inflation? What are you going to do about spending? You need to cut back on your spending. You need to cut expenses in the United States government. Hold them accountable. Hold every single one of these people in Congress and in the Senate and in your state legislatures accountable for the money that they're spending. Demand that they start cutting. Just like we have to cut. We have to cut every single thing that we're doing. Listen, if you want to have more access to me, go to my website at www.lodge-co.com. Again, that's lodge-co.com. Everybody go out and have a great day. It's a Monday. Let's get out there. Let's do our thing. We are better than government. Bye-bye.